Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Tuesday, November 21st. Hope you're doing well today as we journey together towards Jesus on this Thanksgiving week. Uh, So great to hear from Pastor Mike yesterday as it related to Missional Monday. Those have been, man, such such great updates and information that we don't always get uh, and information that's uh, really difficult to figure out how best to uh, communicate and so so good for him to be able to have that forum to be able to communicate stuff to us. So hope you're engaging those things and listening and uh, getting up to speed on all the ways that God's working through um, the the mission at York Alliance, the giving that we uh, are all a part of, as well as the body of Christ at York Alliance that we get to step into. And so I uh, hope you're doing well as you pursue uh, Jesus this Thanksgiving week. And um, I, I want to hit the uh, promised section of scripture that is just fascinating um, that I want to um, unpack a little bit today in the middle of Acts chapter 19. Uh, The way this is going to go this week is uh, I'll uh, have a podcast today and tomorrow, and then we'll have a little bit of a meditation on thankfulness, and I'll kind of walk us through a Thanksgiving meditation on Thursday uh, that maybe uh, you'll have an opportunity to find some time throughout the day to just kind of sit and listen and allow kind of a guided meditation to be a, a part of the way that you center your heart this Thanksgiving uh, season. And so uh, that'll be where we're going uh, this week. But today we have we were in Acts chapter 19 uh, talking about how the gospel disrupts culture. We'll talk a little bit more about that piece tomorrow. But I, uh, in giving background, Skipped over a fascinating little story. It's only a line or two, but it's uh, it's it's quite interesting. And uh, let me let me pick it up for you. This is uh, the middle of Acts chapter nineteen. It's talking about how God's doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, that uh, hankies and aprons that touched his skin were being used to heal other people. Um, and, and then there's this fascinating comment that started in verse 13. It says, then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to evoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons of the Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this, but the evil spirit answered them, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I recognize, but who are you? And the man in whom, the, in, in whom was the evil spirit leapt on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Now, isn't that a fascinating story? <laughs> so the seven sons of Sceva are um, taking uh, the name of Jesus as not followers of Jesus, but uh, claiming the Jesus whom Paul preaches and tried to cast out demons. And um, it didn't go well. <laughs> so uh, the, the guy who has the demon in him jumps them and beats them up and strips them naked and they run away, all seven of them. It's a fascinating picture. If you just use your sanctified imagination and just imagine what happens when uh, you're trying to access the power of Jesus without a relationship with him. And that's uh, really the heart of this little story that's embedded there in Acts chapter 19, that uh, we, we don't access the power of Jesus as though we're in charge and he's a tool that we use, but the other way is the way it works. 
Uh, he is always in charge, and there are times where we're a tool that he uses, meaning that um, when deliverance happens or when healing happens, uh, it's because we have chosen to be a tool. We've chosen to uh, receive the power of God. He's in charge. He's giving us uh, his power, his heart for the people around us, and uh, that power is flowing through us. But when we get that reversed, when we figure that um, we know that there's power in Jesus, so therefore we're going to access that power without or apart from relationship with him, what ends up happening is uh, we either physically or metaphorically end up beaten up and naked and running away. <laughs> like we get, we, we get beat up and exposed. And that's really what's happening here is there's an exposure that's happening to the seven sons of Sceva. Because you have to ask the question, why do we have to know that they were naked, <laughs> right? Like what, why, do we have to, uh, why do we have to have this kind of graphic picture of uh, the way that this uh, this thing happened. Well, it's because w- what's happening is uh, there's a symbolic ex- uh, exposure of what they were doing. They they were being exposed as those who didn't have a relationship with Jesus, but were seeking to funnel the power of Jesus anyway for their glory rather than for Jesus's glory. Now, as we look at that, we can, if we're followers of Jesus, we can quickly say, well, that's not me. That's, that's good. I'm staying far away from that. But let me dig into that a little bit, not so that we would doubt, but so that we would recognize the gravity um, of the decisions that we make in the way that we live. What the seven sons of Sceva were doing was they were taking the legitimate power of God and separated from relationship with God. They were using that power to bring glory to themselves rather than bring glory to Jesus. They were exorcists who were seeking to uh, do this good thing in the end, but they were seeking to do it in a way that brought them glory because they were the ones who were doing it, and they were seeking to use Jesus' power for that. Now, what happens when Jesus has given us a specific gift or talent or insight or um, empowerment in uh, any, any kind of way? And uh, what we do is receive that power, receive that, that strength, that, uh, that gift, that encouragement, whatever it is, and then we use that thing for our purposes. Um, we, uh, we use it for sometimes profit within the business world, uh, sometimes glory as we uh, interact with people and receive the adulation that they give to us, uh, sometimes uh, for power that we would be people who are looked at as those who are uh, in authority, seen in a certain way, um, or even seeking to do the things that we want to do. I'm not necessarily talking about uh, casting out demons or healing, but any, any number of gifts that were given by God. And it's, it's sometimes far too easy for us to, um, to redirect those things, to uh, use those things for our purposes. The sons of Sceva are not any different than us, except that they were exposed. And that's the, the difficult bottom line reality. The sons of Sceva were exposed for the fact that they were seeking to use the power of God without relationship with God. But for many of us, we seek to use the power of God, the gifts of God, separate from our relationship with him. Not that we don't have a relationship with him, but we uh, seek to operate separately than that. And it's vitally important for us as the people of God to press back into the, the fullness of what he's doing 
through us for his glory, to recognize we're the tool in this instance. We're the ones uh, that are being used by God for his ultimate purposes. And uh, that doesn't mean that every single time someone says something to us uh, that's intended to be uh, encouragement that we have to say, oh, it's all about God. It's all about God. It's all his thing. But we do have to have a heart that settles into the fact that God is the one who is doing the heavy lifting in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. As we love and care for people, God's the one who's doing the work. And because he's the one who's doing the work, um, we need to be constantly pointing back to his glory and his goodness and his work in the world around us. And so as we uh, move into this Thanksgiving season, it becomes very appropriate for us to be thanking God for the work that he's doing. Thanking God for the fact that he does indeed drive out demons, but he also heals the sick and he um, cares for us wherever we are. Um, he uh, it loves us and allows us to be able to love other people. He gives us joy and uh, gives us uh, a fruitfulness of a life that's grounded in him. So many blessings of God that we thank him for. And so in that thankfulness, uh, we need to be those who say, God, keep me from being one of the sons of Sceva that I don't use you as a tool, but you have free reign to use me as a tool to um, bring out of me uh, the fruitfulness that you desire for me to have. And so as you think about that, I pray that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours, that his spirit would rest upon you and that his uh, goodness and grace would flow through you to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of the day. Uh, looking forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Grace and peace to you.